0: Friday, ladies and gentlemen. How come my whole background isn't in the picture? You know, going live problems. I'll troubleshoot that later. Welcome to episode number 186 of Shut Up and Grind with your host, yours truly, Robert B. Foster. So if you are brand new to the show, we are all about overcoming obstacles. We're about defying the odds and about you designing the direction of your life. I bring guests from all over the world. I've had guests from six different continents and... Everyone wants the same thing. People want to be happy. They want to be successful. But there's some things that get in the way. It's called life. Life loves to throw us curveballs and loves to throw us lemons. But curveballs can be hit for home runs, and lemons make one hell of a margarita. So we're going to dive into our guest backstory, and I'm going to share some of my own stories. And this is all to help you get through whatever roadblocks are in your way from that one thing that you really, really want to accomplish. So, if you're brand new and you're joining me over on YouTube, please um what's that word? Subscribe. Please subscribe to the channel. If you're joining me on Facebook, please like and share. And if you're brand new, you have no clue what this is about, no clue who I am, allow me to introduce myself. starts with clarity of vision. If you don't have the clarity of vision, whatever next thing you get, you're not gonna see it through because you don't have the clarity of vision. So the, the point of my pain was being told you will never run or jump again. And all that stuff, I was like, you know what? Like I wanna be able to take this even bigger. You know why you do what you do. You have to know how to charge for what you do. That's how you're going to change your life. And that's how you're going to leave a legacy for your children and your family. You've got to know your worth. And that is I, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so before I bring my guest on, I'm going to talk about, I finished, had the finishing touches on my new program, Speak About Yourself Out Loud. This program is going to be a disruptor in the speaker coaching industry because I've taken what's already out there, added my Rob Flair to it, and this is going to be, how you can take absolutely anything that's happened to you in your life and turn it into a powerful, inspirational message that you can use to change someone else's life. And to put it into perspective, I start a keynote presentation about an Apple Bob contest that I did in the second grade. And you're thinking, what the hell about an Apple Bob contest can you use to inspire people? But you'll be surprised. That's the power of this program. So I've taken about a dozen people through beta testing it. Season speakers, season fitness professionals, clinical psychologists, like all across the spectrum. And it's helped them strengthen their message and get that message out to the world. So be on the lookout for that. And, and again, it's how to step into your greatness using your life stories. And if you've gone through any type of trauma and you want to tell a story, but you don't know how, this program is for you. If you go to your website and if your about session is boring as hell because you wrote it like a resume instead of actually telling your brand story, this is for you. We help you do all of that. So in between my jokes and my one-liners, I say some stuff in here too that can absolutely change your life. So be on the lookout for that. So now, my guest, we are going to talk today about empowering women. And you're going to say, well, Rob, we spoke about that yesterday. And that is true, but it's an important topic, so we're going to talk about it again today. And so I am about to read the bio of my guest in the world's smallest font. So bear with me as I try to adjust my eyes to read this. All right, so she is a mom of two she's a first responder wife, a life coach, and a podcaster. As a working mom with a side hustle, she found herself neglecting her priorities, operating on autopilot, and adding more stress and overwhelm into her life. Stress and overwhelm. So many people are dealing with that nowadays. But she discovered the power of focusing on her health, grew a passion for self-improvement, became a life coach, and host a podcast, Organized Chaos. And her mission is to empower mom entrepreneurs to be happy, healthy, and confident with uber intentionality, I love that saying, to create harmony between life and business. So now I blame the font, but let's face it, I'm aging and my eyesight's going. So welcome to the show, Teresa Hildebrand. Hello.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Good, good. Thank you for taking the time to be here. And uh, where are you joining us from?
1: I'm actually about 30 miles from Los Angeles.
0: Okay, 30 miles, which direction? North. Okay, gotcha. It yeah. uh, depends. Uh, okay, you're okay. <laughs> in L.A. How do you like it out
1: there? You know, I'm uh, you know, born and raised in L.A. I'm a, I'm a Cali girl through and through. I love it here. It's expensive, but, you know, the weather's nice. It's a little chilly today, but it's all good.
0: All right, so I'm in Rhode Island. All right, so what's Uh, a little chilly today?
1: For us, a little chilly is about between 45 and 50 right now in the morning.
0: Uh, All right, that's that's (laughs) exciting. Okay. I had had a guest on from Arizona, was like, yeah, it's a little chilly today. So it's barely going to hit 70. I was like, don't make me stop the broadcast.
1: Yeah. 70. If it goes below 70 here, it, you see people in coats and yes. scarves.
0: <laughs> I love it. I've actually wit- witnessed that. I've been to California five, five or six times, I want to say. And yeah, I witnessed it And the rain too. Y'all, y'all don't know how to handle rain. No,
1: because it doesn't rain here. I mean, it yes. rains here maybe three or four times a year. Wow. Yeah, we just can't handle it.
0: (laughs) It's hysterical. Yeah, so the first time I went was in 2015, I believe. And I went in March. It was 80 degrees every single day. And I remember I'm sitting in a tub, blazing in the hot tub, blazing in the sun. I called my mom and said, why the hell did you raise us in Rhode Island? (laughs) I am like... (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> at the time I think it was 25 degrees back home I'm like it's 80 oh degrees so I'm in a swimming pool <laughs> you know oh, God. So the mentor of that program because I went to a fitness conference out there and he mentioned he mentioned California being expensive and he's, he called it a luxury tax because <laughs> he, he's like you drive an hour in any direction so you can surf or you can ski. <laughs> he's, he's like yeah. we have it all right here. You're so be like, in the
1: desert. I mean, yeah, all of you too. can do everything all in one day.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you know, to, to his credit, he's he's right. You know, you pay a little more to live there, but there's definitely yeah. benefits to living there. All yeah. righty then. So, you ready to dive in? Absolutely. All right. So we're gonna expedite this because I know I know you got you got to bounce out a little early, but I gotta ask the first question. And so, in the through the lens of your best friend. How
1: would they describe you? Well, I think they would describe me as quiet. But if you get to know me, you can't shut me up.
0: Oh, you like and my daughter.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm an observer. You know, I like to observe people. Um, but, you know, and I'm also loyal and I'm supportive. And, you know, I, I'm a good listener and I will be there for, you know, the, the people that I care about the most
0: so in a disc assessment you're an eye probably (laughs) (laughs) definitely you just you just listed all the characteristics of 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 an eye (laughs) that's awesome all right so what was your childhood dream like what what did you see yourself doing as a career
1: oh wow it it changed like every day um Mm -hmm. but you know as a kid it's funny enough it's I really liked, I was very creative and i liked to draw. I would spend my time on I'm an only child. So I would spend my time drawing and I was into Disney. I would draw all the Disney princesses and everything. And nice. I thought I was going to be either some type of graphic designer or, you know, be a, a D- Disney animator. I mean, you know, their, mm-hmm. their studio, their Burbank studios right over here. Um, yeah. but you know, things changed and, um, Actually my parents went through a divorce and you know it was during the teenage years, those very, you know, volatile teenage years. And, you know, I, I kind of just like let go of some of those things. Like I, I wasn't really thinking about my future. I was just trying to get by. And yeah. I, you know, I, I started to just have like these odd jobs here and there. Um, but I never really kind of focused on what I truly wanted to do. Um, But I I ended up, um, you know, like I said, kind of like odd jobs doing um, photography and then also security work. And actually, that's where I I met my husband now of 16 years um, doing security. I had no intention of either being law enforcement or anything like that. It was just kind of one of those odd jobs. Um, But now, you know, I find myself living pretty much the life I would have Dreamt of, and you know, two kids, and just you know, kind of living the dream.
0: <laughs> living the dream, love it. <laughs>
1: All
0: right. So, did you go to college?
1: I did. I did. I actually went to college and I got a bachelor's degree in business and administration. Okay. okay. And how
0: did you come up with with that with that for a major? Uh,
1: it's funny because I started off uh, wanting to go into finance. I don't know why. I'm not good with numbers. <laughs> i was just like eh, you know i'll just pick something so i picked yeah. finance um but then actually um i got advice from my dad once and he's like you know what why don't you go into business because that's like really kind of more of like a wide net um because finance you're gonna get stuck in like just like maybe accounting and just like something that's gonna be very boring like go into business and i'm like oh, okay so i picked business administration with an emphasis in management and at the time, I was thinking, well, I'll probably get a job as a director, or a manager somewhere, you know, I'll, I'll be living the corporate life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up actually um, going into um, hospital administration. Okay. And I learned so much from that. I actually um, landed a, a really awesome job at UCLA Health okay. and worked with some really incredible smart people. And that... Kind of made me pivot over to the sustainability side of, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, the hospital sustainability. And I got, um, you know, credentials in that. And, you know, that's what I thought I was going to do. And then I had babies. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that changed everything for me. Um, and now I'm a work at home mom. You know, I'm doing life coaching. So there's been you know moments in my life where I call them pivots, but they're they're really big changes in my life.
0: Okay, so walk walk me through them. Walk me through through the changes.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think the biggest change that happened probably about seven or eight years ago. I was you know working full time, um, actually having to drive commute to work. So. I would leave my house at 5 a.m. and come home at 5 p.m. I would have to leave my kids at my in-laws so they could take care of them. And they were about, you know, four and five at the time. And I felt this urge to be more of a present mom. I was finding that I was missing milestones. I was seeing them you know, go through the milestones through my phone, because my husband would send me messages if he was watching them, or my, my mother-in-law would send me messages. And I'm like, man, like I was yearning for something more. And, you know, there was this one day um, when I was going to go to a kind of like a Mother's Day event at my daughter's preschool. And she had been talking about it, you know, like a cute little four-year-old would you know, talking about how they're, mm-hmm. they're going to have something special for us. And she's so excited for me to be there. And I said, absolutely, I can't wait to be there. And I was on my way. I was on my way. And traffic was extra crazy that night. And I, got, I was there late. When I walked into that preschool um, room, my daughter was sitting on the lap of one of her teachers. And they had just finished singing a song for the moms that day. And I felt this like I felt heartbroken because I thought, you know, she was anticipating this. My daughter was thinking about how much I was going to enjoy the song that they have done for us. And I wasn't there for that. And that day I told my husband, I was like, I felt horrible. I felt like I was missing out on so much. And he told me, he's like, what do you want to do? How do we make this right? And I was like, uh. I don't know. So at the time, we had kind of started a, a business in fitness because we had gone through a health journey, and we were helping other people kind of go through that as well.
0: Yeah. And let me, like, well, let is-
1: me let me
0: jump in real, real quick, right? We'll, yeah. Fitness fitness business. where right? we'll we'll pick up there. Just because I just want to share something quick, which I, I think is powerful that gets overlooked. Because you hear, I, I hear, a, like, I've worked with thousands of women over the last 20 years, thousands. And I've heard a lot. And one, thing, one thing I hear a lot is, well, I don't want to be just a mom. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm a single parent myself. And, and so hearing that, it's like, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't care what heights you hit in your profession, there is nothing more rewarding than being a parent. There's nothing more. Yeah. It it doesn't matter how much money you make, how many private boats you have, what kind of car you drive, what house you live in. Your kid wants you at that event. And that's mm-hmm. what that's what really matters. And very similar to what you just shared. When my twins were in preschool, and they had a me and my guy day, so you know dads mm-hmm. would would come up come up to. I was one of three dads that came. One of mm-hmm. three. And so there was one little girl there who was she was just in tears and she comes over and she's like, can I sit with you guys? Because my daddy didn't come. And just it wasn't even one of my own kids. Just hearing her say that, I was like, I don't ever want my kids to feel like that. And right. when I managed restaurants, it was that, well, daddy has to work. Well, daddy has to work. Well, daddy has to work. And then same same thing, you know, getting the text message, so and so took their first steps today, or so-and-so's crawling now, a tooth mm-hmm. pops through. And it's like mm-hmm. I don't wanna be that dad that just works their entire childhood away. You know, so like that was yeah. my motivation for getting out of that. Cause I wanna be there for everything. I wanna be there for chorus, I wanna be there for the track meets and the basketball games and the middle school graduations and the banquets. Like I, I don't wanna be hearing about that stuff. Via pictures on my phone, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so hearing you say that, it just brought me right back to that little girl crying because her dad mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't be there. Like I said, it doesn't matter what heights you reach, that little girl's gonna remember her dad not being there.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yep. All right. So you and your husband start a fitness business. Go ahead, pick up from there.
1: Yeah. So you know we were doing that on the side, and he said, you know, what if we just like give it all, you know, you know, go all in on this, and maybe we can get you to come home. And I thought it was crazy. I was like, yeah. how <laughs> are we going to do that? Like, I, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, like, we live in California. It's really expensive. It's really about having two incomes. Yes. And I'm like, how is that going to be possible? And also, my thought of, well, I because I actually went through you know, a really hard identity crisis after I eventually left my job, because like what I was doing, I had attached my identity to. So it was all of these mixed feelings. But then I got really excited about the possibilities. So we got to work. And you know, it took maybe about a couple of years. And then I finally said goodbye to my corporate job. And I came home to my kids. And I do want to say one thing is that you know, it's not always possible for people like we made it happen, but it's not always a possibility or feasible for everyone. So there's that mom out there that's like, I would love to do that, but it's simply not possible for me right now. The thing that I'd like now in hindsight is I could have actually made that work if I was super intentional with the time that I did have with my kids. So that's what I try to help women do now is yeah, maybe you do need to be, you know, go outside of home and work. But when you do have that precious time that you want to spend with your kids, it's super intentional. And not just with your kids, maybe with your spouse as well. It's just yes. all about intentionality.
0: Agreed. And along those same lines, too, I always tell people, like, this, this show is geared towards people who are in that corporate box that don't want to be. You know, like mm-hmm. they know that they want more time freedom, they want more financial freedom, they want more time yeah. with the kids, they want to be there for the event. You know, people that are that are built for that corporate life, by all means, have at it. Mm-hmm. You know, but then but because like that was me. I was stuck in those restaurants thinking, this is not what I was put on this earth to do. You know, mm-hmm. like there are some people, this is this is what they're born to do, but that's not me. You know, so like that's my mm-hmm. target audience for this. So it, like it's that mom that's out there that's maybe she even has a six-figure corporate job but she's unfulfilled inside you yeah. know and then we, we want to share these stories to be like all right so when did you realize you had to make a change so you know your your defining well one of your defining moments was that preschool and not wanting to, to be watching your children grow up via the the words of someone else or the, the right. photos from someone else and that's that's huge. And that was mine, mine as well. Like I have five kids. And so trying to spread, yeah. spread, spread, spread yourself around, especially mm-hmm. being, being single and still trying to get to everything. And so I have two older kids that, that drive. So that helps. So it's like, all right, you get the twins to, to their track me. I'm mm-hmm. going to go watch K softball game. And then after the softball game, I'll meet you at the track here, you know, but, but you make yeah. it work, you know, right. you make it work. Yeah. All right, so you guys get the fizz, the fitness business up and going. You're home
1: now. Okay, what happens next? So uh, I, I mentioned earlier, I kind of went through an identity crisis. And yes. when my kids were at school, because now they were, you know, just a little bit older where they were actually going to school a little bit longer. Yes. And, and my husband was at work and I was home and I was like, what do I do? Like I had, you know, some things to do as far as our business, but there was this, This mindset I had of scarcity that was trying to creep, that was creeping up. And in fact, also, I left my job in July. And then in November, my husband started to feel sick. We couldn't figure out what was going on. And come to find out, he actually developed Crohn's disease. Oh. Because of his job, um, because being a police officer and the stress of those years and the sleepless nights and all of that. So yes. that was really hard. And there was a good nine months where I was like feeling like this kind of weird in limbo type thing with my life. But then also my husband was going through something really traumatic. But then, in you know, in reality, it was a it was a blessing that I was home because otherwise first off, like, I was healthy enough to be able to take care of him. Yes. And I was of sound mind to be able to, you know, help him make decisions when it came to, you know, talking to his doctors and maybe taking him to his doctor's appointments and trying to figure out how we were going to do this um, and financially as well. So that was really, you know, some of those things that were thrown at us were really kind of these moments that, that made us stronger that made us like really reaffirm our decisions and there were times where we you know would talk about me going back to work or maybe getting a part-time job because we didn't know if we were really really going to make it and we kept pushing through and pushing through and we're now at a position where he's about to leave his job you know he is like i'm you know going to do another year and that's it for me and we're going to be life coaches working from home you know, living with the freedom, the financial freedom, with freedom to do what we want and do something that we absolutely love yes. while creating a, an incredible connection with our kids. Cause our kids now are in those preteen years where, you know, it's 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 fun, but it's scary at the same time. But it's really amazing to to know that we've built something, you know, with blood, sweat, and tears, and a lot of different challenges, but it, it's, like, happening. It's, like, that moment where it's, like, that momentum is just, you know, going up.
0: See, and I'll throw in another adjective, is you built it with perseverance. Yes. I'm not sure if that's an adjective or not, but, but, <laughs> but you built it with perseverance. So what, on yesterday's show – you know, my guest shared shared something similar, you know, was in, in that corporate world, you know, was starting starting to branch off into her own thing, hit some roadblocks, things look looked like they were gonna hit rock bottom, and 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 I jumped in, I stopped her and I said, that right there is where most people lose faith. Right there yeah. at that moment. But that's the moment that actually defines the journey. You know, like yes. I was saying earlier about, about my speaking program, so many times people speak about what happened to them versus how you picked up the pieces and moved on. Like even yes. in the gym this morning, one of my, one of my girls says, oh, th- this has been such a crappy year. I was like, how can you say that? You're, you're still here. And like, you no, know, mm-hmm. she lost her husband earlier in the year. And she's like, but my husband's not. I was like, but you are. I was like, and you have a daily reminder every day with your little girl about your husband and the things you guys built together and and the time you had with him. I said, even though he may not be here, there's still so many positive takeaways that you can have gratitude for. And you have that attitude of gratitude, and then you're going to start seeing opportunities lying ahead for you to share his story, to share your story, and to help someone else get through the loss of a loved one. And so people who listen to it show, I talk about the passing of my father two two years ago. And whenever I talk about it, I don't talk about it from a place of sadness. I talk about it from a place of gratitude. Because, you know, I was 45 when he passed away. So it's like, I had, I had a dad in my life, very present in my life for 45 years. And to hammer that point home, I had a guest on who's, whose father was killed in Vietnam while his mom was pregnant with him. So he never knew his dad. So like how selfish is it of me to sit here and cry woe is me when I had him for 45 years? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it about, it's about about taking those messes and finding out, all right, what are the lessons in these messes? You know? so And you said, said it yourself, even though that could have been such a dark time, but that turned out to be the blessing you guys actually needed to, to move it to where it is now yeah so, go ahead.
1: it's about it's really about emotional intelligence right it's about yes. thinking of like I you know we talk about um, things where things we feel like things happen to us mm. and then we're like well you know how are we going to get out of this like we're really asking the wrong questions and my husband always says this and this, this is a question that he learned because it's It's all about asking yourself powerful questions and he says how might i whatever it is that he wants to do how might i become a, a great father like how might i become a great husband and it's it's all about the questions that you ask yourself that generate um creativity and generate action in you rather than you you know portraying yourself as the victim, right? Like we do have more control than we really think.
0: Yes, and to add on to that, I always say too, it's about your butt, right? Your butt mm-hmm. is what matters. And so yeah. in, in the fitness world, so, someone will say, I wanna lose 20 pounds, but it's gonna be hard. And so mm-hmm. what comes after the butt is what the subconscious mind registers. Yes. And so, but if you switch it and say, it's gonna be hard or a challenge, but I'm going to lose 20 pounds. See, mm-hmm. Now it's said in a positive light. So you're yeah. absolutely right. It's like what you tell yourself is fact. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that, that's what it, it boils will- down to. If you say this is really going to suck, you're going to struggle through it. But if you say, right. well, you know what? You know what? There's going to be some challenges, but damn it, I'm going to get there. It, it just mm-hmm. rings so different in in your mind.
1: Yeah, it's whatever you focus on grows, right? Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. All right, so... Where do, where do you guys see yourselves evolving from here?
1: Wow. Um, you know, it's really exciting to think about all of the opportunities we have right now. Um, and, you know, we've, we've had our business, um, you know, that was like a little side hustle that kind of evolved into something really great for almost 10 years now. And it's like, like you said, you know, it's perseverance because really it was hard at times. It was really, really hard. There's ups and downs, you know, because success doesn't go like this. Success is like all (laughs) over the place, right? And I mean, that's where people get trapped because when you're down here, you really don't want to keep going, right? Because you think like this is it. But if you continue to push forward, um, you know, you will see that, that upward hill. Um, And it's, you know, I don't know what, like, what life is going to look like, let's say, to three years from now, um, you know, we're, we're anticipating that we're just going to continue to grow because that, that is our focus. Like we're going to, we're lifelong learners and we're going to continue to grow. And if we keep doing that, all of these different opportunities are going to come our way. We just, we just know it. Right. Um, And, you know, right now we're really focused on, you know, being coaches, being there for people who you know, are maybe just a few steps of, uh, behind us that, you know, want to push through, that want to continue to grow, that want to push past those limiting beliefs that are keeping them stuck. Because we believe that, you know, everyone has and deserves to live, um, you know, their full potential. And, you know, we want to be those beacons of light for people.
0: Yes. And honestly, I always tell people, this is, this is how, how you create immortality. You know, because by by creating things that change people's lives, I mean, there are people who still talk about Zig Ziglar. He died over 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. you know, but he, yeah. he left that legacy behind. And I did a Spartan race down in Florida last weekend. And there's, they have a 20-foot rope climb. And so as I get there, I see a woman. She's holding on to the rope. She looks a little, little defeated. And so... And I was pushing for my own time because I typically do them with my gym clients. So, like, I'm always in coach mode. So, when I'm able to run solo, I want to push myself. But just coach mode kicks in. And so, I'm there, and I see her holding a rope. And I was like, do you need a hand locking in? And she's like, yeah, if you don't mind. So, I show her how to lock in. And, you know, I'm just, you know, uh, encouraging her. I'm like, keep going. And I'm like, straighten your legs, move your arms, lift your legs, straighten your legs. And then she started to slow down. And I said, no, no, no. like, you pushed too far to stop now. I'm like, keep going. <laughs> Ring that bell. Ring that bell. So she rings the bell. I'm guiding her back down. And just the, the look of gratitude on this woman's face when she came down, she's like, that was the first time I've ever done that. And she's like, thank you so much for your help and your support. And yeah. so to me, it's something that I do every day. And it's really not, not a big deal. But to her, she will never forget that moment. Never. Yeah. And that's yeah. the joy of what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I like, that's the difference between being a trainer and being a coach.
1: Yeah. Yes, so. I love that.
0: Thank you. <laughs> all mm-hmm. right. So on, on these platforms, like how many different platforms do, do you speak on? Like do you write at all? Like, did you speak on other shows?
1: Have you guys had media coverage? Uh, no media coverage yet, but actually, my husband is in the process of writing a, a book. Nice. <laughs> that was, you know, one of the one of the things on his bucket list, and um, that's coming out soon. Um, you know, we're just really focusing right now on, you know, having this community of other coaches. Actually, we're like coaching other coaches. Um, to go out there and, you know, really focus on their audience. You know, they have had, they have gone through ups and downs. They have gone through adversity and they can help other people, you know, push through and really kind of, you know, live their fullest life. Um, So, you know, we're out there, we're on social media. We have, um, both of us have our podcasts. And we'll go on each other's podcasts and everything. Um, But, you know, we try to get the word out out there. But, um, you know, we really have created a a really great following. And it's it's really amazing to see other people, um, you know, be inspired by us.
0: Yeah, that really is. uh, I I think I moved it, but I had a card that I got in the mail that, that, that just said, you know, thank you for what you do. You, know, you make everyone everyone's lives better, and it's like just just reading that, just a, just the fact that that she took the time to write that out and mail it to me. It just it, yeah, like this amazing. goes so much bigger than to just say, "Oh, I'm I'm a this, I'm a that, or I make this." Mm-hmm. You know, it's like getting moments like that is what this is about, like that, and that's what keeps your soul on fire. It's like, yeah. like for for me again, I can't speak for everyone else, but for me. That's what I didn't have when I was in the corporate world. It was like I was good at my job, I got promotions I you know I got I got raises and you know I made I made decent money it's like I, I was still in a leadership position, but that part was missing. like the alarm would go off and I'm like Ugh. you know and now in most most cases, I wake up before my alarm was every single day you know uh-huh. I'm up I'm up in the four o'clock hour every day because my first class is at 5 fifteen. but when you're doing that stuff, and even even this, like the kids, the kids always always laugh at me because like I'm always upstairs dancing and stuff before the podcast episode. I'm like podcast day, let's
1: go because <laughs> I, I love
0: because I love this get stuff.
1: that energy out.
0: Yes, like I love meet, meeting new meeting new people, you know, learning about them, learning about what what they do. Who can I connect them with once this episode is over? It's, it's like it's so much more than just a standard interview, you know? Yeah. And I I just love it. I love it. All right. So we got, we got a few minutes here before, before you got to go. So tell me about your, your podcast and then tell me about your husband's podcast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, started Organized Chaos um, back in July. And, you know, it was something that I wanted to do for a really long time. My husband has had his podcast. His is uh, Leo Family Fitness, Leo meaning a law enforcement officer. It's an acronym. acronym. So he, helps law enforcement officers really uh, you know, take charge of their lives and focus on family and fitness and all of that. And, you know, I was like, you know, i admired him, you know, just putting it all out there and just being there without really expecting anything in return. Like, you know, this is like stuff that that's free out there that he puts out. Right. Yeah. And I thought, wow, well, you know, like what, what type of podcast would I enjoy doing? And it's something that was super scary. Like I said, you know, I'm quiet and I've always been that kind of like, I don't want to label myself as shy, but you know, I'm pretty reserved yes. and being on camera right now, like you would never see me doing this a few years ago. Like, yes. you know, I've come a long way in that respect. And then also having a podcast, like I thought, well, what am I going to talk about? Like I'm, you know, so I thought I'm, I'm a busy mom right? And I know there are busy moms out there that are struggling to, um, you know, just juggle everything. And they really want to feel good. They want to focus on self care, but they feel like it's it's a selfish thing to do uh, when they have kids and everything. So I wanted to provide a platform that, you know, they can hear about kind of like what I went through and some of the things that I was able to overcome. But also bring in experts when it comes to wellness, when it comes to mindset. I've had a lot of life coaches on, you know, talk about limiting beliefs and how to push through some of those things. I've had people on that, you know, have talked about betrayal and, you know, talked about just like self-compassion. So, you know, a lot of the things that I originally thought my podcast was going to be about was a. getting your priorities in line and schedules and, you know, trying to juggle it all, but it's become so much more than that. It's gone so deep and I absolutely love it because it really starts with your mindset. You know, I can give you all the tactics in the world. I can say, you know, do this, you know, you can have the schedule and you do it this way. And, but if your mind, you know, if you can't control the banter in between your ears, it's like, it's not going to happen. Right. So, it's really evolved into something great. And like I said, my, my husband has his own podcast and he's had some incredible, um, amazing um, people on there as well. And, you know, he also has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to um, life coaching and really focusing on mindset. So, you know, we're trying to, you know, blast it out there and see who, who can listen and, and hopefully change, change lives.
0: Love it. See, and, and don't don't worry about how how you come across because you're gonna you're gonna attract the people that need to hear it the way you say it. It's like that's yeah. what that's what people don't don't understand. Like they, they worry about the five people that may not re- resonate with the message. It's like worry about the thousands that, that are, are gonna listen to you. Because yeah. when like when I get on stage, I'm overbearing, man. I have energy for days. I'm very straight, straightforward. I tell it how, how it is. You know, I throw in some comedy in there as well, but that's not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> you know, it's just not. But I'm gonna attract the people that need that. You know, and yeah. and that's what I that's what I'm attracted to. Like I want some, someone to just be come up there and just go. You know, like yeah. that's what that's what. Does. But there's other people say like my like my oldest daughter. Like I think she would she would resonate more with your delivery. You know, mm-hmm. and so it's like you know, never, never box yourself. I'm not saying you did that. This is just for, for the audience. It's like, just never box yourself in on just what you think someone might think. <laughs> you know, yes. so It's like, you got to get up there, be your best self. And then the ones who will resonate with you will keep watching. The ones who don't mm-hmm. will not. It, it's that simple. <laughs> That's just like everyday life. Do you like everyone that you meet in your life?
1: No, and I I love that you brought that up. It's be, it's about being your most authentic self, yes. right? Like really understanding that, like you said, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And that's okay, because yeah. the people that are going to connect with you, they're going to be your biggest supporters. They're yes. going to be the ones that are cheering you on. And, you know, it's just so freeing to not have to be someone you're not. Exactly. Because, and I, and I remember, you know, when I was in my, in my corporate job, I kind of felt that way. I felt kind of out of place because like, I mean, I was at UCLA and I'm like, you have like PhDs and like, you know, people who have had incredible careers. And I really kind of felt like I didn't belong and I had to really work hard to, you know, get those certifications to really study and really kind of, you know, Put, put myself in, in a place where I felt like I had something of value to give. But in reality, I was really losing who I was. And yeah. now I feel like I can do that. Like I can be, you know, I'm, I may be quiet, but I can cuss a lot. <laughs> you know, maybe not do it in front of my kids, but when it's just me and my husband, I am like dropping f bombs and stuff like that because that's how it is. You know, that I'm it. an emotional person. Yes. Um, you know, and I'll do that every once in a while in my podcast too. And you know what? It's like it, it, for some people, it's going to resonate, and for others, it's not, and that's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. When people come on the show, they'll they'll ask me, you know, is, is swearing okay? I said, I want you <laughs> to be you. So yeah, if, if, yeah, if you means you're going to drop an F-bomb, drop an F-bomb. It's like, try not to drop it every other word. Right, <laughs> you right. know, but, but if you're just talking, you're like, you know, I don't and care. So you know, uh-huh. if you're in your story, just let it flow. It's like we're, yeah. we're all grown. And I say probably 95% of us do it off camera. <laughs> so don't be afraid yes. to do it on camera.
1: <laughs> right, Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so I know, know you got to run, but um, I actually want want to have you and your husband on, and we'll do uh, oh, okay. Do a, do a joint talk because I definitely didn't get through everything I wanted to get through with you, and mm-hmm. um, so I usually keep Thursdays and Saturdays open for moments like like this. So if you guys mm-hmm. have one of those open, uh, I think I'm doing early January now. You know, just uh, reach back out. You know, talk to your husband if you guys want to do that. We'll do that. And then yeah, um maybe, be awesome. maybe I, maybe I don't want to put put you on blast live, but I mean I think I can add value to both of yours as well. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: So Would let me know. You yeah. I can
0: go deep into my stories. Oh boy. Good stuff. <laughs> Good
1: stuff.
0: <laughs> All right. So let people know how they can get in touch with you and then uh we'll say goodbye.
1: Yes, thank you. So uh the best way you can, you know, just Check out what I'm doing is on Instagram. I'm Teresa uh, Hildebrand underscore coaching on Instagram. And, you know, you can check out what I'm doing. Send me a DM or you can check out my podcast at OrganizedChaosPodcast.com. That's a page where you can listen to all of them or you can listen to the podcast wherever you uh, listen to podcasts.
0: Is this right?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: All right. Just for the audio peeps, it's Teresa, T-E-R-E-S-A, Hildebrand, H-I-L-D-E-B-R-A-N-D underscore coaching. That's on Instagram. All right. Well, thank you very much for taking the time. And I know you have another engagement to get to. So, um, as I said, talk to to you, hubby. I'd like to get you guys both back on to talk about fitness, life coaching, mindset, all that good stuff.
1: Love it. Thank you so much. This was so much fun.
0: All right. Awesome. All right. See you soon. I'll be in touch.
1: All
0: right. Bye. All right. right. To be just joining us, that was Teresa Hildebrand. And uh, she has another engagement, so she had had to do a hard out. But like I said, we're going to get she and her husband back on and we'll finish the discussion. So that's all I have for you for today. I'm actually going to be back on tomorrow with Sharif Bahari. I've been a guest on her show multiple times. And so she's finally going to be a guest on this one, sharing all of her knowledge and expertise in the world of entertainment and marketing. All right, so you guys have yourselves a great day, and I'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind.